the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. And every Saturday, we're here from 10 to 12 talking about car and car repair and all kinds of stuff. And today, we're going to be talking about car repair. And you're welcome to join us. All you have to do is give us a call, 602-508-0960. But for the first 12 or 15 minutes, we're going to talk about self-service car washes and what you're doing wrong when you go to the self-service car wash and how they're designed to make certain that you have all the tools at your disposal to make sure that your car is virtually perfect when you leave the uh, self-serve car wash. And so I'm going to turn off my Echo Gill because I know that I've got one and I just did that. So I'm so- I'm sorry, I forgot to check that box on my thing. Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. Family owned and operated since 82. Chuck Knighty and I've known him since 1968. Him and his son are really good at what they do. They fix your car. Your repair bill is going to be less than they gave you the estimate on. And if you need your old parts back, they'll give you that as well. So for Sun City people, when you call me and say, hey, who do you suggest in Sun City? My answer is going to be Auto Dynamics. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Okay, here's the deal. Mike Hudson is sitting here next to me. He is the godfather of car washes, self-service car washes. Don't laugh. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tease you much more than that. Mike goes back to 1985 when he and Archie, right? Yes. You guys built components for self-service car washes. Yeah. uh, The name of the company was Superior Car Wash Systems that Archie owned, and uh, they manufactured uh, self-service equipment, uh, automatic equipment, the vacuums, dryers, uh, everything you you could. They were a manufacturing facility over in uh, West Phoenix, and I okay. worked for them. And you started in 1985. Right. And then when did Archie sell or retire? I want to say uh, 09. That's what I was going to say. It's, it was quite. Now, you and I met in that period of time. Right. And um, and I told you I wanted a gold mine, too. <laughs> and I told you that, um, that and, and you were this, the person that was assigned to us, and we had a piece of property, and you helped us develop a plan. Correct. What we wanted and what you gave us are as different as night and day. I remember that day. And and not only that is, if we would have got what we wanted, we wouldn't have been in business today. And I can tell you that unequivocally. You you had the knack. Now, how many how many car washes do you have now? Uh, well, I, I had three, uh, two in Chandler and one in Mesa, and I just recently sold all three. Okay, all right. So now what what I want to do is is we'll tell stories about self service car washes. I mean, we can both do that, and still I, I'll have a radio show next week, <laughs> you know. Uh, not to mention the people in the steamy cars and the dry bays, 
you know, this is self-serve, folks. This is when you drive into the to the bay and you put your money in the, the machine on the wall and you pick soap or, or whatever you're going to do, and then you spray the soap all over it. And some of that foaming stuff makes it look like you're shaving an elephant. You know what I mean? All that's missing is is the, the razor. And so you cover it and then you rinse it, then you do this and that. But people at my car wash, everybody does it differently, but you and I are going to tell them really what you should do. What's number one? What's number two? What's number three? The things that we've learned over the years, but you still have me by 20 years when it comes to car wash stuff. Yeah. Um, there really isn't a set order of things. It just depends on what you're washing, how dirty is your car, where have you been, and you know, then it kind of varies from there. But uh, okay. there are functions on the meter plate uh, where you select the functions and there's functions there to do any everything that you want. Okay, let's start with Grandma Moses and her husband that went has a, a little dirt on the outside. I, I'm thinking, and we're if if we disagree, I'm advocating that you're 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 top dog here. I'm thinking we're going to go into some high pressure either rinse or soap to just get the exterior stuff off. Now I'm not talking about they've been mud bogging their Cadillac. I'm talking about just normal dirt. So I don't think we want to brush that. Am I on the right track? Yeah, I always like to get the uh, heavy dirt and mud off first, so I use high-pressure soap first. Okay, good enough. That's number one. And uh, after that, I uh, rinse it because I want to get all the residual mud and dirt off, and then I go to the foam brush, and I brush the whole car. Um, That's when it looks like you're giving your car, you're going to give your car a shave because the foam brush creates tremendous amount of foam. Correct. And there's special hair in the foaming brush. The brush head, there's, there's several different types. There's nylon brushes, and there's uh, uh, one's called hog's hair, and they actually are hog's hair that they okay. put into a brush, and those uh, are quite effective also. And they foam brushes don't scratch, but what happens is that the guy before you uh, brushed something really dirty, so... There could be dirt on it, so you always want to make sure as you hose that off, high pressure it off before you turn it on the foam brush, just to make sure there's no residual dirt from the guy before. And 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 you'll see signs like that. Yep. To, mm-hmm. And and the and the and the brush that you're going to shave your car with, so to speak, is hanging on the wall, so it's easy to just blow it off with some water. Right. Then you're just going to rotate it over to foaming brush. Correct. At that point, now sometimes I'm kind of slow, but when I start with the foaming brush, I start at the top thinking that the suds will run down the sides and stuff. But by the time I get to the bottom, the top's dry. <laughs> so what do you do? Well, I, I start at the bottom and work up. Okay, okay, okay. And I, and I do that because if I start at the top and it runs down, like you say, um, I lose track of where I haven't been because oh. it, it runs down on the dirty spot that I haven't gotten yet. So I start from the bottom and work my way up to the top. Okay, that makes perfect sense. And uh, you're talking about a drawing It'll stay wet on the bottom because when you finally get to the top, it's running down to the bottom of the car to keep it wet. Okay, okay. Keep so if we're working from the bottom up, you're keeping right. the entire side of the car, the roof of the car, wet. Right. Okay, all right. So so we're going to take, and it doesn't really, you're going to take high-pressure soap and blow off the debris on the outside. Then you're going to over to the foaming brush. Correct. And you're going to foam your car and make it look like an elephant that's got shaving cream on it mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. in anything. Then what's next? I want to back up a little bit. Say your car has a lot of bugs. Okay. Uh, where I live now and, and where you live, driving up and down the hill, you got butterflies. you got every kind of insect you, you can get on the front of the car and on your windshield. You're right. There's a function on there called de- uh, pre-soak. 
Okay. And you spray that on first because we've backed up. Now you put okay. that on first and let it sit for a little bit, let it dwell, and then you go to the high pressure and then the foam brush. just depends on, you know, what you got. I forgot that, and you're absolutely right. I, 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 you're, you're exactly right. We're talking about you and I both drive from the East Valley up to Payson. Right. You're in Pine, I'm in Payson sometimes. I tell your when you I tell your wife where to tell her where you're at wherever you tell me to tell her wherever <laughs> well, you're at. And thank you about that. Oh yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And she's sitting here next to you. Pam's sitting right here next <laughs> to you. So and we're just teasing Pam. I forgot all about that. And you're right. My truck is that way. I have half of the jungle life in the grill of my truck right now. So the 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 pre-soak just helps loosen it up. So when you do get to the high pressure, it's kind of loosened up. And then the foam brush helps take the rest of it off because you're brushing off the bugs. Okay. And then after that, what do you do? Well, it, it depends. You can either high-pressure uh, rinse or you can high-pressure wax, okay. uh, depending on what you want to do. So mostly I, I rinse, and then I'll do a high-pressure wax, and then I'll uh, go to the uh, spot-free rinse, the RO water, for, okay. the final, for the final wash. And, and see, I always thought that, that to save the extra 47 and a half cents that I would rinse with wax and then do the, do the uh, no-spot no rinse. I don't know if it, do you have a comment on that? Don't know if it matters. <laughs> I, you know, and, and, and that's what my wife said. I don't think it matters. I yeah, said, well, I, then get your butt out here and start washing the outside of the car. So it, it, those are the things. So then, then the, the spot-free rinse, the, the products that come out of the big gun are coming out at what PSI? Typically, they're between 1,000 and 1,200 PSI. Okay, so they're coming out at a good rate. You don't want to put the gun up against the decal on your car. Right, because it will remove it for you. Yeah, and 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 the end of the wand, the heavy wand, the big wand, the big dog uh, wand, that needs to be 18 inches or so, 12 to 18 inches away from the car all the time? Yeah. Okay, that's the best for the car. Right. And we're talking from a brand-new car to a car that's 30 or 40 years old. Right. Okay? Right. All right, so then after that, you just hop in your car and drive away. Well, also it depends on if you want to uh, clean your engine or clean your oh. rims. Uh, uh, we have a function uh, on the meter plate uh, for called degreaser or engine tire cleaner. Uh, pop your hood. Uh, caution: don't do it while it's hot. Yeah. Uh, let it cool down a little bit, and you spray on uh, the degreaser. It's a foamy uh, product that goes on there, and uh, let it dwell a little bit, and then you can high pressure uh, uh, spray it off with a high pressure gun. And then my recommendation is after you've done that, go back to the spot-free rinse so you can hose off everything underneath and it won't leave spots. Okay. Because okay. if, if you don't, you're going to end up with soap spots and little the cracks and crevices and everything. So. And, and, and you're right. When, when you're using the degreaser, and R says tire engine degreaser, the right. throttle position sensor is something you should stay away from. And yeah. that's on the top center of the motor most of the time. But you can stop and have your guy that changes your oil point to it. Just stay right. stay away from it. Don't don't spray it. Um, that's really about it. With the new electronic cars, we're not seeing but maybe one car a month that spends the night because somebody got it all wet and couldn't get it running. Also, I'll, I'll uh, get a, a grocery bag, plastic bag, and I'll uh-huh. wrap my alternator. Okay, okay. I don't want. Uh, but in reality, from the car guy, the alternator will run underwater and all that stuff. And we've never, in we've been in we've been working on cars since 1979, and I don't think well I know for sure we've never said an alternator failed because somebody washed it. But, gotcha. But but it may float the brushes, the water. 
in the back of the alternator and turn the alternator light on, <laughs> but it's only a matter of time because the alternator's spinning with engine RPM, and so is that shaft, and right. there's a fan in front of the alternator that's blowing ba- most of the time, but it's blowing backwards through it. Right. So it's a temporary issue at best. Right. But it's not uncommon for us to see that kind of stuff. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We're going to take a call. Somebody has, a, I think, a car wash call, uh, and who might that be, Gil? I say hello to Victor. Victor, good morning. Good morning. It's not a car wash issue. I've got another issue. Okay. I've got a problem with the dash on a two thousand three uh, Dodge Ram thirty five hundred. The far right side is busted up. It's like pushed up. And uh, just above the glove box, I have a crack, crack across the right, the right side of my glove box. And I'd like to know, is there something under that area that could have pushed up and broke all of that? Because it sure does look funny. You know, I... I, I... No, I've never seen any kind of damage related to the left driver's side or the passenger side of the dash from the inside out. I've never seen that. Um, I Anything that would have distorted the dash would have probably come with a, a large noise or explosion. It's not likely we're just going to have an airbag pop underneath the dash and blow the dash apart because the airbag's going to pop in the face of the passenger. So I I don't know. That's something that you're just going to have to take to a body shop and say to them, would you look at my vehicle and tell me what you think caused this? Now, do you have any teenage kids before we go any further? No, no, no. I'm I'm innocent. Okay, okay. I just, you know, I'm asking questions that other people are asking (laughs) themselves. The husband's saying to the wife, oh, he's going to ask him if they got kids. Um, No, somebody needs to lay eyes on this. And so just stop by a a paint and body shop and say, hey, take a look at this and tell me why my my dash is distorted. Um, I've been wrong before, but the only thing behind the glove box in the dashboard in, in the area you're talking about is the heater core and the evaporator for the air conditioning. The evaporator is about a 40 PSI and the heater core is about 16 PSI. If the heater core blows up, there's hot water all over the floor. And if the air conditioning system blows up, you're going to know it. Bingo, bango, you'll know it. And it's just going to be kind of a muffled boom. That's all it's going to be. And have I seen that? Never in my life, but I've heard others that said they had. So that's kind of the way it is. Good luck to you. Thank you very much, Victor. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question about car washes, Mike and I are going to take a few more minutes after. And it's it's an art to wash your car. And it's an it's also an art to keep the cost in, in some kind of relationship because you'll see people that will set the wand down and go over and wipe something down for 20 minutes, not understanding that the wand is when the when the wand is spraying water, it's the the meter's running. And so we can cover some of that. 602-508-0960. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago. Helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com 
view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Real estate agents and Valley homeowners, are you armed with the most effective tips and techniques to help you accomplish your goals? Are you familiar with the cutting-edge strategies you should be using in this hot market? Tune in to The Real Estate Blueprint with experts Jay Macklin and Brett Saren every Saturday at 12 noon. Learn from successful real estate coaches about how to build a better business, succeed, and get the inside scoop on the Valley market. That's the Real Estate Blueprint with Jay Macklin and Brett Saren, Saturdays at 12 noon. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people high for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. I'm with Mark Hudson. Mike Hudson and I have been in the car wash business, and he's been in the car wash business since cars had wooden wheels. <laughs> and, uh, and this is the self-serve end tunnel, but we're talking about self-serve, self-serve today. And, um, and then I think we built ours in 94, 95? I believe. And, um, and, so, and we're going to talk just a little bit more information about the way to do it good and the way to do it bad when you're doing it. I'm going to take the bad stuff, and then you can, t- you can follow up with the comment we talked about on the break. All right, don't change your oil in our base because we have cameras. And when you do that and you get caught, the fine last time was $650. And they don't like the uh, the city of Tempe and the city of Chandler don't like when you dump five quarts of motor oil in our bays, and then that ends up in our tanks, and then that ends up in the sewer. So it's a big deal, and so don't do that. The second thing is, is if you're in the bay, have the meter running. So you can't be in line, and when it's your turn, you go in, you do all your stuff, you shut the machine down, and then you pull out the towels, and you and the, and the wife and, and maybe your girlfriend start drying off the car. You need to pull forward into the dry base. So the meter has to be running. And it, what we're trying to do is avoid fights because the guy behind you is going to be mad because you're drying your car in the bay. And somewhere in that acre, there's going to be a sign that says no drying of cars in the bay. Unless, of course, you have the newest device, which is this jet-powered dryer. Yeah, that's a relatively new uh, thing that's come out in the last couple of years. And as we were talking earlier, in our business, uh, all we do is sell time. And in order to do that, you have to have a lot of things in there for people to do that enhance the quality wash and the finish uh, of, of the wash when they're done. Uh, the, the newest thing, as Mark said, are the dryers. Uh, 
the ones that I had are made by a local company called AirLogic, and uh, they're a good product. They wire into the meter plate. Uh, okay, what he means is is that we can control those by with the switches on the plate where you put your money in. So you're using technical jargon there. Ain't sorry, gonna, you sorry, know, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So uh, this this dryer turns on. It's, it has a boom and a hose and a, and a nozzle that you hold, hold on to, and you can dry your car. And what it's really good, well, it's good on several things uh, besides getting the car done. All the door jams, uh, all the windows, your rear view mirrors, because as you drive, water's still stuck in there, and it's going to run out on the side of your car. Uh, when you wash your engine, it's really good for blowing that off. Guys with motorcycles love it. Uh, you can get into the engine, the fins, and all that. That's kind of the new. That's kind of the newest thing that's out there. When I first got into the business, uh, I don't, I don't want to dwell on it too much because it's been a long time. But uh, uh, there was the only thing that was available was wash, wax, rinse, and a thing that was just invented that everybody poo-pooed said wouldn't work was foamy brush. Okay. And foamy brush was just took off like crazy. Again, you got to have the services that the people want. Mm-hmm. And then later on, somebody invented a chemical that was good for pre-soap. And then another one was a degreaser. Mm-hmm. There's uh, one called three-color foam that's a paint protectant that you put on your car. Uh, and, and, and that paint protectant is three colors so that you put the two those two things together. Correct. This is a paint protectant, and it's three-color foam. So if you just get white foam and you're shaving your elephants inside the bay, it's not the paint protector. Correct. Okay. Uh, and then uh, uh, spot-free rinse w- uh, came out, mm-hmm. and that was the the latest new thing. And boy, that really works uh, uh, well. And then now dryers are the thing. So there's a whole whole myriad of things that you can that you can choose to use on your car because not everybody's washing the same car. Uh, they all have different ideas of what they're doing. Yeah, uh, everybody. So let's go through them real quick. The very first thing you're going to do after you put your money in is wash. Wash or the, or pre-soak. Okay, good enough. Either one of those. The pre-soak is for tires and wheels, um, and 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 some bugs and stuff across the front of the car. Correct. Got so wash pre-soak. That's one and two. Okay. And then you can just go to high pressure wash, wash it off. Okay. Uh, and then rinse. Uh, you can wax, uh, and then back up a little bit if you want to use the degreaser for tire and engine. You can do that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a no. Mark and I have discussion. I don't have any fingers left. Keep going. <laughs> Whether you want to wax or just rinse, you know, yeah. whichever one you want to do first. Uh, and then spot free rinse, and then you can use the dryer after that. Yeah, and and so you you can have ten ten different options there. You can kind of right. pick and choose. The guy on the motorcycles going to use RO to rinse. That's almost a guarantee. Exactly. The reverse osmosis is really soft water. So he's going to use that, but he's also going to use the blower to blow off that engine and his seat and all that other kind of stuff. Right. And the people that are waiting understand that the meter's running. Right. But when the, when he starts blowing off his girlfriend and they're yelling and screaming, you can honk your horn and say, hey, right. you know, let's let's move the line here right. just a little bit. Yeah. So we've we've been in, in, in for a long time, and I've learned as much from you as I have anybody, <clears throat> you and Archie. And, and you guys were the ones that helped us way back in the uh, 90s to put our car wash in. We're not to the 10-step level you are, but that doesn't mean the kids won't be there soon. Right. Because Andy's not knows, she doesn't know that there's a dryer <laughs> available that mounts on the wall and has three motors. Yeah. So that's going to be a big deal. Right. And, so, and, and obviously, like you said, if you blow it off really good, then you're going to have a minimal amount of water streak. Unless you're a perfectionist and you're in nothing, we don't have anything that's going to make your car perfect when you leave our lot. Right. So, 
I agree. All righty. Well, listen, stay right there. And 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 Steve's got a. Uh, we're going to do a, the car wash comment first, and then we're going to do a mechanical question. Steve, go ahead. Yeah, just one thing to remember also is these uh, car washes now that you drive through, then you pull over to vacuum and they have that compressed air. You know, when you're going there, I always uh, tend to take my uh, vacuum HEPA filters and blow them out while you're there, too. And if you got a couple rocks in your pairs of your shoes, blow them out while you're there. There's good to <laughs> oh. use for multiple purposes of things. No, and, and you're right. And I'll tell you something else. We have one of those rug beaters. The machine where you push the yeah. button and you hold on to the things and yeah. go up and down. Those still work great. <laughs> they still work great. We get a we get a lot of people in with their jacuzzi and pool filters. Yes, yes. You see yeah. a lot of that. Exactly. And they'll come in and wash yeah. those off. And, and and I'll tell you about the, the, the rug beater from day one and you you you've warned us we made it free. And we never put a coin mech on it. Yeah. And people tell us to this day, we go there because of your free uh, rug beater. Yeah. And, and and how long can they sit there and yo-yo their mat in and out of the rug beater? I mean, nobody's going to be there an hour later. Right. So it's just a, one of those free things that we, we provided. Steve, I'm going to have you hold because I'm going to take you. Do you mind waiting for another three and a half to four minutes on the mechanical question? No, that's fine. Okay. Please do, and James, you stay right there, and and we're going to continue. Um, we're going to we're going to wrap up the car wash stuff, and then um, and then I, you have to ha- tell a funny story, and I'll tell a funny story. And you can't tell that you don't know when your wife's here, and and she and if she if you can't think of one, she can. <laughs> but but there's uh, I, mine's real quick. A guy pulls in in a motorhome. It's Sunday morning. Mark and Renee and the kids are on their way to church, and all of a sudden we see the sewer hose out. And then, and so I loop around the car wash, and I park across the street. And this guy takes the sewer hose out, and he pulls the lever in the motorhome, and he fills the bay. And this is the black water tank. It ain't. <laughs> it's the poop tank, and we got toilet paper and everything all over the ground. I'm in my Sunday best. I'll tell you. He was an attorney, <laughs> and he paid for the entire cleanup. He was really nice. He didn't understand what he was doing, and he was a first-time motorhome used. Today, he's a friend of mine. But at the same day, that was a serious violation of environmental practices, and that's something people should never do, especially with the cameras. And you can contaminate what could effectively be $3,000 worth of product underground. We'll be back, 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I play tennis. 
I try to eat well. What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit requestcologuard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover key tar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Wings for Warriors Foundation is nationally recognized. 501c3 nonprofit organization in support of veterans, first responders, and their families. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala. A night of honoring and giving. Thursday, November 11th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Madison Center for the Arts. There will be a dessert and cocktail reception with live music performances, silent and live auctions, an impactful keynote speaker, and much, much more. Wings for Warriors Foundation supports the holistic needs of veterans, first responders, and their families with transformational growth, well-being, and spiritual fitness. This event will be raising funds to support faith-based trauma counseling, equine therapy, Gold Star Family Retreats, hyperbaric oxygen treatment for PTS and TBI, and camaraderie and healing adventures. Wings for Warriors Foundation goes above and beyond the call of duty for our military and first responder communities. For further event details, tickets, or sponsorships, please visit wingsforwarriors.org. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala. All about that demon, all the mobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. I'm here with Mike Hudson, and we're talking about cars and car washes and stuff like that. And we're going to kind of wrap it up with the car wash stuff. There, there, there is lots of stories that go along with the car wash. People that, the horse trailers that come in and take out four inches of horse poop and straw and then drive away. Landscapers. Landscapers. Those kinds of things are against the law because you're not, it's no different. It makes no difference that it's a car wash. We're not supposed to handle the byproducts of the bed of your truck. We've had people come and dump cement mixers, the byproducts of cement mixers. You're going to get in trouble. That's illegal dumping and you're going to have to pay the cost. And again, with cameras all over the place, it doesn't take the police long. We had two guys come in the other day and do an oil change in one of our bays. How stupid is that? We get the license plate when they come in, and we get the license plate when they leave. And one of them walked up to the coin mech, and there's a camera right there. So we got a full face shot of him. (laughs) 
And so it's just it's not a good idea to take advantage of a car wash as your private dumping grounds, I guess is what it would all boil down to. And also what about the guy in line after you? Uh, he's got to stand in your mess. Yeah. And uh, uh, we had a lady one time, she came in after somebody did something like that, and she got oil all over her clothes and all over her floor mats. Very, very angry, and she, she wanted us to pay for it, right. which uh, we, we did, but it uh, wasn't our fault. It was the guy before him, but you do what you what you got to do and what's right. But you also taught me that um, w- back in the token days, we always carried tokens, and if somebody did clean up their bay before they pulled out, we would go up and give them four or five or six tokens and say thank you for pushing the stuff in into the drain. Exactly. And so that's kind of nice. Okay, Steve in Europe, we're going to talk about car repair, and we're going to start with Steve. And, Steve, that you have my 100% of my attention. Okay, that's good. I'll need it. Um, okay. for, as far as car washes go, I'm out in the far west valley, northwest valley, Mr. Shine. You can't beat it. Anyway, okay. Good, good, good. 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 <laughs> good. Uh, I have a 2005 Chrysler Crossfire. Okay. Stop laughing. And uh, I, I just took it on a 2,000-mile road trip up to Northern California and back, and it ran runs perfectly. But when I came back, I noticed that, well, first of all, I noticed on the way back on the highway, it was like a tire was out of balance or something. I'd get a vibration of just above 70 miles an hour. Okay, so now... Uh, as I pulled into my parking lot and I'm driving real slow at real low speed, I get a gentle pulsation in the steering wheel. Okay. It's like, it's almost like the tread is separated or I thought maybe it might be wheel bearing. So I jacked the car up, shook the wheels. They seem to be fine. You know, there's no, no, they're not loose or anything. Any suggestions? It's the tire. Tire? Okay. Yeah, it's the tire. Yeah, yeah, you, you you gave the symptoms perfectly. The steering wheel goes left, left, left back, left back, left back, or something yep, like that. Yep. And and there's a hitch in your giddy up. There's a, like you're walking on a horse with one short leg, and yep. uh, and uh, oh yeah. So that and and what you, what you can do is just jack it back up and get in front of it. Is it is that crossfire rear wheel drive or front wheel drive? It's rear wheel. Okay, so. Um, Make sure it's in park and make sure she loves you when she's going to be turning the steering wheel back and forth on you. But you're going to be spinning the tires, and I, you'll be able to see this. You'll be able to see it. And you'll also see a soft spot in the tire where the tread's worn down abnormally, and that'll be your problem. And hopefully you'll get two new tires for the front. I think I will. I'll go okay. to my newest used tires place and put a couple tires on. I'm just okay. kidding, of course. All thank you, thank you, Thank you very much. And in and, and, and talking about car repair shops and stuff like that. Strictly Diesel Service and Repairs up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate and I have been friends. We are diesel buddies, and when we look at one another, we compare who has the dirtiest fingernails. That's the way we do it. Nevertheless, as far as, as diesel is concerned, the Dodge, the Chevy, and the Ford, the GM, um, I'm telling you, he knows as much about those as anybody I know, and he knows more than I do. So if you've got a diesel question or a diesel problem and you're up near I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road or if you have to travel, it's worth it. And you can call Nate and he will call you back and he will talk to you. Now, he's not going to talk to you for three hours, but he will talk to you and there's going to be give and take about your problem. So Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is a good shop and it's not a bad shop. On the other side of town, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Mesa has been around since 1970. Brian and Thelma come from two families, and each one of their families started gas station and car repair back in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s in Mesa. So these two young people have smelled gasoline at the dinner table in their whole lives because that's what their family was in. So Thompson's is the only place in Mesa that I can recommend you go to 
it's because other and yes others have applied but through some deficiencies it uh, was not possible for us to brand them one of our best car repair shops but thompson if you live in mesa he's on main street just east of stapley and certainly well worth the drive and we'll be right back Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you bought or sold a house recently? Well, you probably noticed a lot of changes in the real estate market over the last few years. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. From new industry regulations to down payment assistance programs, price increases and decreases, the real estate market is always fluid, and we are here each week to keep you truthfully informed and on top of your real estate game. So tune in each week to Arizona Real Estate Matters to hear what moves and shakes the Arizona real estate market today. That's every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up... I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm fleece on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 I want to be When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. The Car Show is now officially running, gunning full steam, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have four lines open, and we're going to go to James because he's been waiting. And, James, you have 100% of my attention. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. I have a, uh, a 1979 Chevrolet uh, K10 that I've slowly been restoring, and I just recently put a Holley Sniper uh, Elite uh, fuel injection system into it, and what I've been trying to get it to do is to pass emissions here in the Northeast Valley of Phoenix. And just curious if you had any advice for me and what I can do and uh, get my car legal again. What are you failing? CO, HC, NOx. The CO uh, load and um, and idle. Okay. Uh, at 40th Street and Greenway, there's a shop there called Blackwell Automotive. Okay. He he installs and sets those up, and he's also a a um, an emissions uh, station that deals with very difficult situations. So um, right. he his name is Tom Blackwell. You just tell him Mark Salem said that you just got out of jail last week. Congratulations. 
Um, and if his wife Polly is there, you can extend your courtesies to her. And Christy, um, Christy, Christy has been with Tom longer than his wife has, and and but but they've I'm, I didn't mean that the way it sounded, but they've both with been with Tom. And Christy just recently was di- diagnosed as being free and clear of pancreatic cancer. And, and oh, that was awesome. a really big deal for the family between Blackwell Family, Salem Family, and the rest of the family of auto repair shops. But I'm quite sure if it's a CO failure, then you have an HC up high too. And we need to bring the CO down first, and then everything else will straighten up. So a lot of people don't know what to do first, second, or third. They don't know how to do that. But your your Holly situ- your your fuel injection situation is going to allow us to change the the blueprint for the fuel delivery. Once we trim the f- that coming down, then the HC will follow it. And then on top of all of that, then we'll have a rebound of NOx and stuff like that. So we know how to do that the nox is a timing issue the co is fuel too much fuel hc is unburnt fuel so he knows how to do that um and i'm i'm quite sure if you're located um geographically close to him he is the best shop for you excellent well thank you very much mark i appreciate it all right well thank you for calling 602-508-0960 okay let me tell you a story reviews reviews have become a big deal for businesses really big deal right Okay, I'm going to turn your mic back on. He said you're agreeing. <laughs> All right, so this is what happened. A friend of mine took his car in and had an un, a, a really kind of a uncomfortable situation. And he wrote a really nice review, but it was a one-star review. It wasn't a four or five. Um, and it was, he thought that, you know, he was in an appointment. He had an appointment. They told him he, he had a two-hour wait. Then it would take an hour to do the car work he needed. On, on, and, and it was really, really nice. And um, he asked me to look it over to see that. And I said, no, I, I think all you've documented clearly what, what we're not supposed to do. So he put the review in, and then um, he got a call from the uh, facility. And um, they, they said to him, if you'll take the review back, then um, we'll give you a complete detail inside and out of your automobile the next time you're here. As I shared that story with other shop owners, it's become clear to me that that is exactly what's going on, but not just in the auto repair business. It's going on all over. So if you come into our steakhouse and you have a bad steak and you write a bad review, then that review will disappear because you and your family are now treated to a nice one. I always wondered about reviews. I was always, I mean, how hard is it for me to put a bad review on somebody I don't like that that I never patronized their restaurant? But they are doing better with that with respect to knowing who you are and stuff. But what bothers me the most is is I always suspected that that bad reviews would create some kind of a new whole new arm of of customer service. And and that's that's really what it's done. So he 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 writes me a note and he goes and they offered me the full detail inside and out and I and I took the high road. And so I called him and I said, "What does that mean?" He goes, "I took the detail." <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. It's just it's. I think um, I would like to hear from people who have had the facility call them and ask them. Um, and what that conversation sounded like, because if that's going to be the norm, then I want to play in that arena too. 
So if we've offended you and a, and a free oil change is going to do it, then, then you're all right. But one of the things in our industry right now that's driving me crazy, just crazy, 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 is we have these, these new things that we're telling you that you need in your car. And one of them is, um, and I'm, I'm frantically looking right now in an effort to gather up the, um, the uh, stuff on it. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Um, have you ever heard of this? Perform a friggy fresh deodorizer service. Mike? Never heard of that. Um, okay. And then um, up oil crankcase cleaning service. Uh, oil change? Oil crankcase cleaning Let me see. When I drain the oil pan, aren't I taking out all the trash? You know what I mean? Yes, that's what it sounds so, like to me. So what are we going to do? Go through the drain plug hole and stick a big high-pressure <laughs> wand in there and clean out the oil pan? D- 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 I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Um, it, this Now... This is a 30k service. Now, this in the in the old days, we did tranny services, cooling system services, and all that kind of stuff at 30,000 miles. Today, almost all of them are at 100,000. Today, almost all of them are at 100,000. But in this case, it's clearly marked a 30k service. You ready? Engine oil and filter. Check the tires. Check the air filter. And then say, replace the cabin filter. I would like to just pop it out, look at it. If I can dust it off, I put it back in. I think most of us would. Um, multi-point inspection, inspect the brakes and all that stuff, drive shafts, exhaust, fuel lines, connections. See, fuel lines, spending a lot of time looking at the fuel system is a waste of time because if you have a problem, it's going to be a leak and you're going to smell it and you're going to bring it in for the smell. You know what I mean? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me to start at the tank and go forward to the engine and look for a fuel leak because you'll know it if you have one. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're or, pretty easy to find. Yeah. So, and it, this is this is on and on and on. Check the steering box, the mount, clean the battery terminals, install anti-corrosion pads. Wow. <laughs> Those things cost like 20 cents for a pair, and all they do is, is they suck the corrosion into the pad underneath the cable, <laughs> and, and, and that's my opinion. I, I could be wrong. Um, install windshield washer solvent, uh, emissions test. Well, if anybody knows if your car passes emissions, shouldn't the person that's driving it know? Right? Why would you know now? I mean, who cares? If it doesn't pass now and you're six months away and you don't have a check engine light, what are we doing? And then you got the brake fluid exchange, the Friggy Fresh deodorizer service, fuel air intake system cleaning, and a four-wheel drive alignment. Hmm. I don't understand. I thought the cars of today and the owner's manual, and that's why I say to people, look at your owner's manual. Does your owner's manual call for a four-wheel alignment? Do you have tire wear issues? No. Do you have any abnormal tire wear issues at all? No. As a matter of fact, I just had those tires put on. Then why are we doing a four-wheel alignment? <laughs> why, what, what symptom? Does it pull to the left? Does it pull to the right? Does it chatter? And oftentimes pulls left and right in alignment, but vibrations are not. Right. Vibration is going to be the tire. Right. So we have, we're all, in this, our industry, the problem is, is real simple. It's math. It's, we used to, we used to be able to bite on your wallet every 30,000 miles and do fluid changes and filters. Today, it's at 100. So we've lost all that business. So we're coming up with, and I'm going to do that deodorizer service, the Salaminski <laughs> deodorizer service. We're going to remove all the gas your husband passed. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to start on the driver's seat. What, what do they do for the de- deodorizing? What, 
the... I, what they're going to do is they're going to they're going to probably feed. Um, when you turn on your air conditioning and recirculation, it's pulling off the passenger side floorboard. Okay. So we're going to put something down there that smells good. And then we're going to shut all the windows and doors. We're going to kick it up on fast idle. And we're going to turn on the air conditioning and we're going to walk away. Now, this fog is going to go in there and get all those little bucks and kill them. And then it's going to deliver them to the trunk area so that they don't bother the people in the car. And in the process of cleaning up all the little bugs and all the little stuff in your car, we're going to leave the inside pristine. (laughs) Now, here's what I say. If I get in and it smells, it ain't pristine. You know what I mean? If I get in and it's got a perfume smell to it, it shouldn't. If you're going to clean everything inside the interior of my car... Then you now I'm half tempted to take my Dodge truck that's got 150,000 miles on it. Now my constant companions you met this morning, my dogs. It's a little hairy in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hairy. There's you know, a little bit of stuff there, and I got some fake green grass in there for them to lay on the back. I folded all the seats down. I wonder if they could make that thing smell fresh. Well, when you're at the car wash, you could always go by one of the little uh, trees. Yes. And hang that in your mirror, and you or, or yeah. put it in the passenger floorboard. Then you can make it smell like whatever you want. There's just, there's every once in a while when we come up and down the mountain, sometimes Renee's with me and sometimes not, but sometimes when Renee's there, there's an odor that she blames on the dogs. <laughs> and I'm not quite sure, but I'm really not in the inspection mode. You know, I'm driving and I'm, I have to pay attention to that. But at the end of the day, um, a lot of this stuff is just useless. Now, here's the self-defense for car expense for Mark Salem. When they say you need this list of stuff that's $2,600, just pull out your owner's manual, hand it to them, and say, would you just dog-ear the pages of where it says that this car needs that? Uh. And you'll find some really funny-looking faces looking back at you. Show me where it says that I'm supposed to service my transmission fluid with synthetic fluid at 30,000 miles when, in reality, the car maker says 100,000 miles. So who are you? And you know what the answer is? Well, ma'am, you're in Phoenix. And that and, means and, what? And the answer is, is the car doesn't know what the hell, where the hell the car is at. <laughs> okay, I don't care what you say. Phoenix, it could be San Diego. It could be Denver, Colorado. It could be the coldest. It could be the hottest. It could be whatever. But the car doesn't know where it's at. Right. The fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of work out there. Really a lot of work. And you know what really is the best part of the work? Is the do-it-yourselfers. Because they're going to replace the O2 sensor. And 99 times out of 100, you can't get it out because it's galled into the exhaust manifold. Right. You better know what you're doing. So they break it off, then they break the easy out off in the exhaust manifold. And you know what? We got all the tools necessary to fix that thing. You know why? Because we did the same thing. <laughs> we did the same thing. So all of us have. We know we a tap and die. We know how to get them out and how to get them in. We know. But you're not going to get them out at home. Yeah. I can just tell you. You're not going to get. And then you're going to put a pipe wrench. You're going to break the thing in half. Then half of it's going to fall into the exhaust. It's going to end up in the front of the catalytic converter. And then it's going to rattle. And you're going to turn this big thing in. I was at the shop last week, and, and Eddie's working an oxygen sensor out of a car, and it's like one one little motion this way and then this way, and then he adds a little uh, some juice to it, and then he does this, then he pulls the die out, and he cleans out all the metal. And, and I said, or he, actually, he's removing the oxygen sensor. I said, how many miles? 130. Do you got to wrench them all out one sixteenth of an inch at a time? And he goes, yes, sir, we do. And I said, well, how many have come in on a tow truck? He goes, none. And I said, you're kidding. He goes, no, they drive him here after they've already made a mess. (laughs) He says, it's no big deal. The check engine light's on. 
So it's it's a it's a very technical way not to have to buy the intake manifold, the exhaust manifold, a new oxygen sensor, and all that stuff. You know, now we're replacing it anyway, but there's a right way and a wrong way. So you got to work it out first, and then you're and hopefully you got good threads, and we're successful in that. Then you're going to install the new one with some anti-seize thread. How many busted knuckles do you get on that? You know, it just depends on how big your hands are. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie's hands are really small. Sounds like a busted knuckler to me. No, it isn't because we're moving it left about two inches and then right about coming back to center and then right about two inches. So we're going back and forth with it, and we're bringing it out really slow so we don't bring the threads from the exhaust manifold with it. Gotcha. And there's a lot of shops that are successful in that. But the do-it-yourselfer guy is going to bust that oxygen sensor off, and then he's going to try to drill it. Then he's going to try to easy it out, and then he's going to break an easy out on there. And he, by the time he gets it to us, it's a mess. So we do have the magic wand, but it's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be cheap because it's very labor-intensive. Okay, I know I've got some callers, 602-508-0960. And those of you that have already talked to with, with Gil, you'll be my first, second, or third call. We're going to take a break um, in, hold on just a minute. You know what, Gil? Give me your oldest one because I can do. We can probably do one or two. So Say which hello one? To you? Henry. Henry. Good morning. How can I help you? All right. Start your timer. I'm going to do this in 45 seconds. Okay. I took a motorcycle for a appraisal at a place in Chandler, and after an hour, they said, "Hey, somebody who wants to buy your bike, we'll make you an offer three thousand." I said, "No, I'm good. Just give me the appraisal." Hour later, four thousand. I said, "Nope, I'm good." Henry, come to the back. I want to show you something. They dropped my bike on the ramp while doing the inspection. All the fiberglass got scratched up, and they were trying to get me to sell them the bike so they wouldn't have to pay me for the repair of all of that. Who's going to fix your bike? Huh? Who's going to fix your bike? Well, here's the thing. They said it was going to cost more than it was worth to fix it. So I said, write me a check. They wrote me a check for 5000 Two weeks prior, I bought that bike for $3,000 in Irvine. Oh, Henry, but I you thieving son I of a gun. Henry. Listen, I, wrote the, I wrote the review, and I put it on the line like it was. I got a call from the manager saying, could you please take it down? I said, is any of that review a lie? Because if it is, I'll take it down. He goes, no. I said, I like you. You're a nice guy. But if you ever try that again, I'm calling my buddy Mark Burnovich, and he'll come down and talk oh. to you. I'm, I thought and, you were going to say Mark and Salem. There did I mention that the title? Was, did I mention the title was salvaged, so they okay. couldn't even resell it to anybody? All right, all right, all right. Everything you said, uh, I agree with you. It, they should have just admitted it on the front side. And if it would have been in my shop, I would have said to you, "Your motorcycle's here. So I'm going to put you in a rental car." Get you, get you back home, Henry. Calm down. Meanwhile, if you have insurance, you want to report this. I'll work with your insurance company. I'll write the check to your insurance company. I'll write the check to you. Or do you want me to work with my insurance company? And you're probably going to say, I want to use your insurance company. And actually, you should always use your own, but that's okay. So I'm going to call my insurance company. They're going to send an adjuster out. He's going to say, hey, this is what the bow is. It's got a salvage title, da, da, da. And this is $300 higher than it's really worth. Here you go, Mark. Here's a check. I'm going to call Henry and say, here's your check. If you want more, then Salem is probably going to pony up a couple hundred more dollars to make you happy or your wife happy or whoever's really mad at us the most. But at the end of the day, um, that should have never happened they should have just been adults about it, raised their hand, and say, we've done something terrible, come out here. I can't tell you how many times I had to tell a retired policeman the other day that I wiped out his motor on his brand-new Honda Trail line, $20,000 motor, because I forgot to put oil in it. Oops. I didn't, but our shop did. We forgot to put oil in it. We just flat forgot. And the technician was called away, and all of a sudden, things got bad. 
And so we put a motor in it, but you raise your hand and you fix it, and it, it, ha- it came on a Honda Pallet, Betty. That's the same. We'll be back right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.